Welcome to the Fitness Industry Success Show. Ideas, inspiration, and interviews to take your fitness business to the next level. Next level. With over 23 years of fitness industry experience and the founder of Lead Lion, an innovative fitness marketing agency, here's your host, Nick Parker. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Fitness Industry Success Show and I could not be more excited for today's guest. I'm so excited that even with a cold, losing my voice, I'm still in the studio, be only only because of it's Dennis Yu. And so for those of you that don't know who Dennis Yu is, shame on you, you will hear just in a second. But he is very well known in many different industries, but primarily as the CEO and founder of Blitz Metrics. Uh, which is a digital marketing company. Um, he's also the former uh, Yahoo search engineer. He was in charge of search and many things there as far as digging deep in databases. He's a super smart guy. Um, he's also has a personal mission around mentoring other people from all walks of life to help them grow in their digital marketing prowess um, and has worked with some major brands like Golden State Warriors, Nike, Rosetta Stone. Um, and he's also been on some of the largest stages in the world, speaking at big conferences and also some of the biggest media outlets there is. Um, so thank you, Dennis, so much for being on the show today. I appreciate it. How are you? An honor, Nick. Always cool to be hanging out with you. And I'm glad you made the time. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't miss it for anything. So before we dive in, we're going to be talking today about personal branding for fitness leaders and executives and everyone in the fitness industry that owns companies that are still a little bit old school, right? And there's not a lot of personal branding involved in the fitness industry now, but that's going to be a major shift in the next 15 years. Yeah. Um, I want to play a game. If it's cool with you, I want to play two, two, <laughs> one lie. You down for a game? Sure, let's do it. Okay, so what you got to do is you got to give us two things because we want to get to know you a little bit. Two things that are true about Dennis, uh, and uh -huh. one that's a lie in no particular order, and we have to guess which one's the lie. Okay, cool. Uh, let me see. I'm going to give you these three things. Okay. Mm, I once ran an ultra marathon, seventy miles in twelve hours, three marathons straight. That's insane. I hope that's. <laughs> okay. I made my first million dollars at the age of 30, 16 years ago. Okay. I once swam from Alcatraz to San Francisco, a mile and a half in shark infested waters. Oh my goodness. This is like the best one I've ever had. So the first one was the, the ultra marathon, which is like three marathons in one, right? And then the second well, anything one, longer than the marathon is a mar is an ultra marathon. Okay, got it. Okay, and then the second one is that um, you made your first million by thirty, and then the third one is that you swam from California to Alcatraz. Is that what you said? Alcatraz, yeah, Alcatraz Island to San Francisco. Al San Francisco to Alcatraz Island in shark infested waters. I know a little bit too much about you, so I'm going to eliminate the first one as being the lie. I think you did that. Yeah. And I think the third one may be the lie, the Alcatraz. <laughs> no, I did that one. I did it without a wetsuit. Oh, you're kidding. No yeah, way. I got pulled in the med tent afterwards, even though I rented a, a wetsuit, they had a confusion. They ran out of wetsuits and the race director said, just go ahead and swim, kid. You'll be fine. That's yeah. crazy. You're a brave man. So which <laughs> one's the lie? The lie is my, I made my first million at 30. I made my first million at 25. 
Oh, even better. <laughs> That's incredible. So yeah. And so you, you were, I knew you did a lot of marathons and so you, I don't know how you survived that, but real quickly, can you tell me what that experience was like doing that? <laughs> well, I ran an ultra. It was the, the uh, Redmond watershed preserve, which is just outside of Microsoft's headquarters. And I've run a bunch of marathons. I did my first one at the age of 14 and I'd run a bunch of half marathons. I was an NCAA division one athlete. I ran the half yeah, I did the half marathon at 110 at a 407 mile, which wow. is slow because all these other guys are running 350. So they're, when they're finishing, I'm still coming around the corner. But other people wow. said, hey, you know, the ultra marathon is really where it's at because you get this crazy Zen experience and you learn about your body and things like that. And I thought, OK, cool. So <laughs> I, I went to the first marathon in four hours and went to the second marathon, another four hours. Third marathon is basically basically another four hours. And all I got was more and more tired. And I was so tired <laughs> the next morning that. I needed to get a wheelchair to get on the plane. Wow. And I was at the Seattle airport. So I'm like, well, I'm never going to do that again. That was my first and last <laughs> marathon. Yeah, that's some crazy uh, uh, high athleticism right there. So I have a whole new respect for you now. <laughs> I already did it before, <laughs> but that's crazy. That's next level. Well, let's dive into uh, some personal branding um, for the fitness industry and fitness leaders, executives, owners, people that own, you know, health clubs or gym chains, or even maybe they own a chain of fitness studios. And yeah. right now it's all about branding the studio, all about branding the gym, but there's not a lot of thought or talk around personal branding. So can you tell us a little bit about what is personal branding and why it's going to be so important moving forward? Personal branding is building connection. With the consumer. A lot of people think personal branding is look at me. I'm Gary Vaynerchuk. Look at my lifestyle. I'm so successful. I'm speaking on stage. That is all ego. But real personal branding is when you're highlighting what your brand is, what your company brand is, your story, just like, you know, I could talk about running my first marathon. When you highlight the stories of your top employees and you put that out there, it's really a way of saying thank you It's scale because you're talking about them. That's what most people get wrong on personal branding. So Ashley Furniture is a client of ours and they have 700 some stores to the world's largest furniture chain. And when you, you don't think about a furniture company's personal branding, do you, right? Not very sexy, right? right. Couches and sofas and knickknacks. But what they've done using our process is they've taken the, the associates in the store and had them tell stories about where they're from, about how they grew up, about how this is their favorite sectional back in it, you know, Alabama, we had this thing, it was called the go around and it was just a sectional couch. Right. So that was a okay. story from Woody who is in Alabama. Right. And he's telling his story. Yeah. So we collected all the top stories from the sales reps and we started running them as Facebook ads and running them as Google ads. And people would come into the stores requesting those people by name. So That's when they, they saw someone on, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and then they come to the store and they ask for that person and it's they, and then when they meet that person, they say, wow, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity and then we'll geo target that. So across the different stores, we will target, you know, it could be, you know, Chris is in Orlando or Nick, Nick's in Orlando or Dennis is in Dallas or whatever it might be and target just people in that neighborhood or just within a five mile radius. And then people will see in the background, like, oh, I used to eat at that restaurant. I have coffee there at the morning. So people, they really make that local kind of connection. And so when you drive that local connection, that's when people feel that they want to go to your gym instead of watch YouTube videos or instead of buying a Peloton or instead of going to that other, instead of 24 hour fitness or some other big box gym, they build that connection. Yeah. We do. I, uh, yeah. 
hundred percent agree. You've done an amazing job of building your own personal brand because um, you're so likable to begin with. But I mean, you you talk about so many different subjects and so many different areas, and and you've built this kind of like mega brand around. You talk about all these different areas. How does somebody in the industry, maybe in the fitness industry, do that if they're only talking about one subject, or do you recommend they talk about multiple subjects? How how should they think about that? We like to talk about six subjects, and there's a six. lot of math behind that, but there's going to be three that are personal and three that are professional. Mm-hmm. So maybe it could be, you know, keto or weight loss or high intensity training, or, but it also could be moms and how you love your kids or how you like to go scuba diving or whatever it might be to build you as a personal brand so people can connect with you. So my friend, Matthew Janusek, you know, he's the CEO of Escape Fitness. He's got the Escape Fitness podcast. He's yep. constantly interviewing really cool people. Like he'll have Cali Muscle on the show and they're right. working out and they're having a good time. And yes, there's some tips and yes, they're featuring escape equipment, equipment, but there's also that intangible piece where he's building a relationship by talking about other things because he lives in Newport Beach and we'll go down to the beach and we'll do some workouts on the beach and talk about what our favorite beaches are and why we like Italian food, things like that. So we're showing a bit of that personality to humanize. And it's really that simple. So if you look up Matthew Janusek on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, you're going to see he's constantly sharing 15 second stories around these particular topics. You will see he features his kids all the time. Well, why is he featuring his kids? That has nothing to do with having the highest quality bumper plates or the octagon where you can put all kinds of equipment in a special way or the other. He's got all kinds of cool equipment, but he's featuring a lot of his family, for example. Why? Because he knows that the distributors that he has or the people from the big, big box gyms or the hospitals, often they have families and that's an important value. So they resonate on that level of those topics, which then makes it easier to be able to sell because they feel like they're friends. Right. I, I think you're hundred percent right on that. And one of the things that I have found in talking to a lot of, um, you know, bigger gym owners that have been around for a really long time is there's a little bit of fear of technology because they don't understand it. There's a little bit of fear of the unknown and maybe some tracking and just, just, can you touch on that just a little bit and helping maybe somebody overcome fear (laughs) about putting video out there and people watching and tracking everything I do kind of thing. You know, I'm like that too. I'm 46 and we have a bunch of folks on our team that are half my age to understand social media. They are professional camera people, but there's only one thing I need to know. And one thing you need to know, right. As a gym owner. And and that is you have this thing here, you have your phone Mm -hmm. and literally all you need to do is hit record. So you come here, you hit that little camera button. And then you say something like turn it to video. So you can see it's on video. You can see like, here's our studio. Right. And Mm -hmm. I can, I'll just say it is an absolute honor to be hanging out with Nick Parker here on the fitness industry show. It is so awesome being with you. I hope you're feeling better, Nick. And there, I literally, I just made a video, right? Right. And this video now is inside my photos. And you can see, I've got tons and tons of this thing in my Apple photos, but that it's also because, you know, you can, you can buy these other services. It's also coming to my Dropbox. It's also coming to my Google photos. It's coming to my Amazon photos automatically. So the video I just made right now, and then I can take this and I can go to Facebook and I can come here and add it to my story. And I take the one we just made. There it is. I can tag you in it, press share. Or if I want to be a real pro, I'll come to Instagram 
And here on Instagram, I'm going to make a new post. I hit the plus. I'm going to take the video that we just made. I'm going to hit next. Now, because I have my Facebook and my Twitter tied to my Instagram, I can go like this and say, you know, I can do filters and all that, but I don't need to. I'll just most, you know what the most shared filter is or the, the photos that get the videos that get the most content, which filter they're using? No. Original. No filter. Original? You're right. No filter. Original. Yeah. No original. Filter. <laughs> you know, it is. And there it is. Hmm. And now I've got this post here. It's a little bit hard to see because of the light, but this right. video we just made is I'm going to post it and it's going to get posted three times. It's going to get posted to Instagram, to Facebook and Twitter at the same time. And then I'm just going to come, come ahead and tag you saying love. I'm literally making con there's, there is no sort of barrier between there's a lot of Nick Parker's, which Nick Parker. Are you? It's at Hey, Nick Parker. Hey, Nick Parker. Right. Yep. So this, this is awesome. And then just say one little thing that you learned along the way. There you are. So you look like a pro and then, yeah, that now you're in there and I hit share. And now I've got three posts that I just made. Easy. I'll interview some. So I'm going over to the, to, to a Gordon Ramsay restaurant tonight to meet some fitness influencers and health influencers. And I think Ariana Huffington's coming to our dinner as well. Some of these other people, and I'm going to pull out my phone at a couple key points. And instead of taking a picture of us, this is what most people do. I'll take right. a 15 second video and I'll say, Hey, Ariana, for your keynote today at, at the expo, what do you think is going to happen with COVID? Or what if just some simple notes, some simple question, and I'm just making 15 second videos. If you do that, that's the thing you need to do. Don't worry about technology. Don't worry about all this other stuff. Like you and I have this intimidating amount of gear, right? right. Oh my goodness, you have a podcast. Oh, I don't think I could do a podcast. That sounds really complicated. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is literally make video that you ask the question, I'm giving you the answer. You literally just need to make video, then hire a team on Fiverr or your own team or fancy hands or VAs in the Philippines or whatever, right. and just have them crank this stuff out. You can hire someone full-time for $500 a month in the Philippines. And that's all they do is work on your content. Yeah. Super easy. And it's so, it's so quick. Yeah. I mean, it's not really yeah. time consuming unless you're overthinking it. Right. So yeah. the key is not to overthink it. So mm -hmm. what about um, like health club CEOs, executives, leaders in the yeah. space? Um for some reason, they, they tend to be really far behind the scenes um, and not out in the front. And it's just, it's just a lack of know-how. You just made it really simple for them. It's that what simple. Are, yeah, yeah. What are some sure areas? <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. It's like, boom, and then they're done. So what are some of the benefits? Like if you're, you're, you're showing them, like, why should they do this? Why would they need yeah. to build a personal brand instead of their company brand? Yeah. So you are the figurehead. If you're the leader, you're the owner, you're a general manager of a region, people see you as, and, and so what happens is the leader sets the tone for the rest of the company. So there's different kinds of benefits that occur at different levels. First off, you as the leader, you are networking with other suppliers, other people in the industry, because that's what you have to do. And it's tougher now to go to these shows for obvious reasons in the last year or so. So right. you have to build these connections online. You wanna motivate your employees. You wanna get more trainers to come in right? Mm -hmm. You want to be able to do more partnerships. There's all kinds of things you want to do that come from, think of this as an extension of networking and educating. So you guys can see what Nick Parker's doing. You can literally just declare that you have a podcast and just record a bunch of Zooms like we're doing right. here. And that's yeah. building your network. It can be education. You could look at my buddy, Brad Lee, who's the Dropping Bombs podcast, and he's just yep. interviewing a bunch of cool guests and yep. does it drive some sales of his software? Lightspeed, it does. 
but mainly it's educating. And a great podcast is educational, just like a great YouTube video, right? Think about what you do on YouTube. You're learning how to do something. Well, you do one, two, three, four, five. Uh, yesterday, I needed a recipe for sweet potatoes. So I looked up <laughs> online on how to do that. And it's one, two, right. three, four, five. And this is what I did. And it was delicious, right? Yep. Same thing for fitness. And doesn't mean you as the fitness C company CEO has to be constantly working out or you have to be a bro and be ripped or things like that. Right. Matthew Janusek, who's got the Escape Fitness podcast, you know, he is ripped and he's 50. But when I first started working with him six or seven years ago, he said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to be on camera because we have these, you know, three time Mr. Olympia people like Frank Zane and whatnot. And I just I don't want to my body is not the same as their body. And that's not what our consumers want to see. And I said, yeah, they do, because they're going to say, dang, that Matthew Janusek at 50 is pretty awesome. And he's got a cool life and I love seeing what he's doing. And I love learning because he's interviewing these other people. So it's not even your brand. It's the fact that you have connections to other people in the industry and you as an interviewer are telling their stories and uplifting them just like what you're doing, Mr. Nick, which is inception. You're playing inception on me. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. That's awesome. So how do they, um, so once they start, they grab their phone, they start recording, they start doing some videos. Um, how do you get traction? How does somebody get traction? How do they get their messages and their videos to be seen and get them out there? Well, you have to go through several stages. So one is you are collecting the content because if you don't collect video content of you and other people, then it really doesn't count. Two mm -hmm. is it needs to go into some kind of editing, right? And this is where virtual assistants and other people are involved. Maybe you have some key marketing managers. Three, you have distribution. So you're, and they or you are posting. Now I demonstrated that you can just bypass the whole thing by just putting stuff on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, right. LinkedIn, you know, whatever it is, but you can have other people do that distribution. And four is amplification, which is off of your public figure page, off of your company website, off of your blog, off of your Twitter, not just your company, Twitter, right. you're running a dollar a day to get exposure. You want to see how that's done? I'll, I'll yeah, show absolutely. You. I'll show you real quick. And this is not, I'm going to make it so easy that I love it. you gotta you gotta enable screen sharing here oh yeah it. sorry yeah. okay let's do it hold on one second you see on podcasts people talk about this sort of thing i'm going to literally show you how easy this is let's right? do it so if one, you guys two, are listening you can hop over to youtube right now to actually see this uh happen in person all right all right check this out so this is my personal brand manager. It's a filing cabinet, basically with google docs and there's all these collections people saying good things every time i'm a podcast you know we have a new client people just all this stuff, right? It comes into the filing cabinet, we edit it, and then we distribute it, right? There's input, there's output, right? Right. And if you're in the media or you've done something great, you won an award, you've opened a new store, right? I was on CNN where they asked me questions about Cambridge Analytica live in front of three and a half million people. So that was cool, right? Snippets of that, right? Wall Street Journal, USA Today, all that. All the people that I know, right? Pictures. So you don't just take a picture with these other people, you make videos with these people. And then you assemble them so instead of just collecting lots of stuff, just like being some conference sniffer where you're taking pictures with famous people, <laughs> that's not what it's about. You want right. to show, you want to organize this into the structure that's called the topic wheel. So here we have, which is why, how, and what. So it's three layers. So the, the how, remember we said, how do you do stuff? Like how do you be an entrepreneur? How do you do a curl the right way? How do you find a great trainer? How do you keep your club clean? How do you, like all these different, how do you do these certain things? You associate those how things with people. Right. So what do you want to be known for those six topics? You associate that with people that are already authoritative. 
So I could say something about entrepreneurship, but because my buddy Jim Bunch started a $2 billion real estate company, he kind of, he's authoritative on that, right? I could talk right, about right. social media, but Michael Stelzner is the founder of Social Media Examiner, right? Or my buddy Gary Vaynerchuk or whatever. So I'm leaning on their authority so that it's not just, I'm good at digital marketing or I'm good at whatever it is. I'm friends with these other people. And then I interview them or do little stories with them. And now I've got this outer ring. I've got all these pieces of content that build my brand in an authoritative way that tie to who I know, mm -hmm. which then drive people to a lead magnet, which drive them to connect in or take a course that I have or listen to a podcast episode where I'm elevating them. And then I assemble these people, the same content, the same grid I just showed you, but just in a slightly different way where I'm looking at the topics and I'm looking at who the people are. So I could say, yes, I've, I've got hundreds of people that we're managing and hiring or whatnot, but isn't it more powerful when I say Al Casey's my mentor and he was a CEO of American Airlines and he was the postmaster general before that. And he had 300,000 employees and here's what I learned from him. And here's what he taught me about managing 300,000 employees. And when wow. you want to raise the price of a stamp by a penny, right? All kinds of cool right. stories. And I'm just sharing what, what he taught me, right? And right. then I'm continuing to extend it. And I take little video snippets of all this. Now, look, we just literally made some content so I can watch this. Actually, I'll do this. I'll go to Facebook, right? I go to Facebook, Twitter, you name it. I'll, I'll show you. So remember, we just made a piece of content mm -hmm. and yep. shared it. You can see, if you do a search for, for me, there's me as a user and there's me as a public figure, as a page, okay? Right. Not as a user profile, but as a public figure page. So literally we just made, this is the page, right? This is me as a user. This is the one with the blue check mark is me as the user, but right. then there's a page also called Dennis U. And here on this page, we just posted a story, mm -hmm. which I cross posted from Instagram, right? So then from this, this is loading a little slow for me, but now I've got something that people could see, but I need to put some ad dollars against it. See, here's the one we just made. See this? Yep. So you got cross-posted from Instagram. Those of you guys who are listening, just kind of follow along, right? I'm looking on the Dennis U page, and now I can put a boost against it. And I can do the same thing on Twitter, right? So if I go to Twitter, you'll see that I just made a tweet. So I'll go to my profile, and I'll show you. So one of the first things that these people need to be thinking about doing is creating a public profile page on Facebook so that way yeah. they can boost these posts. Because you can't run ads on a profile. You have to, right. it has to be a page, right? Yes. So then I can literally take this, this post that we made on Twitter. You know what I'm going to do instead of, you got cross posted to Twitter, but I'm going to upload it natively. So here, I'm going to take that video that we just made and I'm going to say, see here, here it is. I've got, this is the video we just made. Now I'm putting it as a tweet and I'm saying, learning how to, how fitness company, fitness, can't even type well, company <laughs> represented California in the national spelling bee in 1988. How fitness company CEOs can grow their personal brand. And what is your Twitter? Actually, I'm not on Twitter. Actually, we have Twitter, but I don't use it as much. Okay, well, anyway, there it is. So I just posted that. And the dollar a day technique is super simple. So literally you just go to Twitter and I'll do a new campaign. And in this case, I'm going to choose engagement. There's many reasons. Just don't choose any of these other ones. And I want to get a ton of tweets on this one. And let's just say this one, Nick Parker. Now I'm going to spend a dollar a day. And just for fun, I'm going to do it for 10 days. So I'm spending $10, right? Simple math. And then I want to target all the people who are 
Oh, by the way, C says auto bid, forget about that. Just, and it look, it's trying to recommend 30 cents to a buck. Right. I'm going to say, why is this hang on a minute? I'm going to put five cents. Okay. Oops. Wow. It's silly. I'm typing too fast. <laughs> it can't keep up with you. Point. Oh, no, 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 no. There we go. Let me do it. I think if you back out maybe the decimal or from there and just put a 0.05 and then back out the one, maybe. Yeah, there we go. All right, five cents. Yeah, don't bid $5, okay? Yeah. And then check this out. So who is a fitness company CEO? Just name any of them. Um, let's do Mark Merritt, who's the COO of Merritt Clubs. Okay, so I'm going to choose. Where is the one that I want? Or Mark Miller, sorry. Mark Miller. Okay. So let's see. I'm going to, did they change this thing just now? Here, you know, here it is. Mark Miller. Yep. All right. So which one is it? Um, is it let me see. This one. Mark Miller, this one. Well, that's a lot of Mark Millers. Yeah. There's a ton of Mark Millers. Um, do, um, who could we do another one? Let's do um, Steve Beach. I don't know if he's on there either. He's this founder of, um, wow, there's so many. He's not even on there. See, I can't even find him. You see what I mean? They're behind yeah. the times. So they've yeah. got to get out. Well, the point is you'll find somebody. So let's let's say the people who follow Matthew Janusek. Okay. There he is, right? There he is, yep. Not a huge audience, 580, but that's okay. And I can start to add other people. So now the people who are followers of him or like him or, or similar to that, I can then choose that tweet that we just made, which is this one, yep, or a bunch of these other tweets that I just made. I could choose tweets from years ago, right? Incredible. And then now I have made a campaign. There, I've launched a campaign. Now I've spent a dollar a day. I can do the same thing on Facebook. I can do the same thing on these other sorts of channels, right? And see, now this is the campaign that we made. Yep. And I've got all these other campaigns that are occurring at the same time. Now watch what happens when I'm using Twitter the right way. If I come here and I look at my analytics, by using ads, you can see I've got 700,000 people in the last 28 days, 42,000 people looked at my profile. Wow, and that's incredible. That's not even a big deal. Right. And I, we, we've taken people from nothing to like this. And what what's going on here is that we're taking these posts and we're boosting them, right? So this post that we just made right here, 41 people have looked at it. But then and there's other enough. ones that you know thousands of people are looking at. So I've got all these tweets that are going out. Now it could be things that my VAs are putting out or things that I'm putting out there. But the ones that are promoted, you can see like this one's promoted. This is getting just a little bit more traction because there are people that, well, this has just started. So you, you can see some of these posts will get, I can get a million views on it. Not because I'm trying to get a million views, but because I'm trying to reach people who have been on my list. People who've been to a conference of mine or I've been at you know, their conference. But look at this one. This is the tweet we just made. Eight people have already watched it out of 47 people that saw it on Facebook. And it's not even approved as an ad yet. Think about on Twitter. I can target exactly who they are by their job title, by an email list, by them having visited a website. I can do the same thing on LinkedIn. So most of you guys are thinking from a professional standpoint, right? The same is true on LinkedIn. Look look at what I got going on here on LinkedIn. So that here's, a, here's a post that I made, right? And people are commenting, liking, whatnot, right? Sometimes it's quotes. Sometimes it's something I heard from someone else. Sometimes it's a little video. But now look at, I don't want to go too far into this because then you guys are like, all right, this is you know too technical. But think about, I can target anyone that I want, literally. 
I, I can come here and I, I'll just go into, we have a lot of ad accounts. Oh, this one's on hold, shame on them. So I can come into this campaign group, make a campaign and let's take, who would you like to target? You know, what do we wanna do here? Maybe wanna have people come to our podcast, people visit our store, people you know buy our equipment or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But targeting here, the beauty of targeting is like name a job title, you know, like uh, a general fitness company or name a company, you know, uh, general or, managers or like, uh, I don't know, crunch fitness. Okay. So I can target all the people that work at crunch fitness and who are general managers. You see this, right? Mm -hmm. So here I'm targeting all the people who work at crunch fitness, but I could also say in California, right. Who are general managers or who also work at these other companies. So think of this personal branding as a great way to build your industry expertise and experience, right? Right, absolutely. There's so many different ways to do this. So personal, like if you have a podcast, for example, because somebody told you you needed to do that, or you have a YouTube channel and you don't get any traffic, literally spend a dollar a day and you can target exactly who you want to be able to target and they will see your content. It is so genius. It's, it's how you get media attention. So PR is a great way to do that. So the, odds, the odds of your SEO or PR or social media people knowing how to do this is very, very low. <laughs> so you probably this want to fire powerful. agents and say, hey, do, do this. There's a whole guide on how to do it. It's super easy to do. We got a bunch of kids that are doing this that don't want to go Perfect. back to school, but they would Perfect. rather do this. Find this. Just message me. Email me, okay. DennisBlitzmetrics.com. And, and tell me that you were on the Nick Parker show. And I want you to put in the subject line, we love Nick Parker. There you go. We and then love say, I want to build my personal brand or I want to get bigger on LinkedIn or whatever it is. And, and I will give you no strings. I will give you the training, right? Wow. And then you can give it to you. your person. Maybe you have a son or daughter. Maybe there's some, our whole mission is to create jobs, right? Through showing people how stuff. to do this kind of stuff. That's so powerful. I mean, if you're listening to this, you definitely have to go back and watch this on YouTube because you get to see how intricate uh, the, the screen share was. But it's so incredible because if you're not building your personal brand, you're really missing out on a huge upside opportunity to grow your network, working with vendors, media, PR, um, having the brand affinity that you can only get. A brand can't be that likable, but a person can, right? And so having that ability as a leader in the industry yeah. to be that likable, it could be game-changing. And at the end of the day, they're all about growing you know, revenue through membership sales and personal yeah. training sales. Yeah. What if... What if uh, uh, somebody's shopping five different health clubs or gyms that are all the same, but one has mm -hmm. a personal brand attached to it? Who do you think they're yeah. going to go to, right? Absolutely. And you want to see how it affects your brand and your company brand? Let me show you something ridiculous. Yes. So, Nick, you've heard of GoDaddy, right? I when have. You, when, you, when you think of GoDaddy, what do you think of? I think of um, the, car, the race car drivers, uh, Danica Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Or shooting elephants or, you know, Bob Parsons, right. things like that. And Bob Parsons, there's, right. And there's a lot of places you could go for domains or hosting or software. But then you might say, oh, I don't know if I want to work with GoDaddy because there's so many other places I could go. And if I'll just show you, for example. So full disclosure, they're friends of ours. OK. And my okay. opinion of GoDaddy is huge because of this. And there's one guy who's in charge of all the brands on GoDaddy. And his name is Isaac Irvine. And he's been there for a very long time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he came to me and said, Hey, I'm in charge of the CEO's brand and I'm in charge of all the executives because they spent, they've spent several billion dollars acquiring other software companies. So there's a lot of 
folks that he's managing brands for. But he said, but I feel like a fraud because I'm not living the personal brand. So if you're the CEO of a fitness company and you, you want to be able to build the brands of the different trainers and the different people in each of the communities that you have locations, but you don't have a strong personal brand, it feels kind of hypocritical, right? I, or maybe I, you have a marketing manager or some young girl in social media who's supposed to be in charge of this, but she, you know, you're know, you going to have her watch this or listen. Well, th- so he came to me. And so they have they get hit up by social media agencies all day long, right? And he said, the last thing we need is another social media agency trying to get awareness of GoDaddy because everyone already knows who GoDaddy is. Right. So what do we need to do in terms of personal branding? And I said, just tell your story. So he made a bunch of these stories and he put it under public figure page. So if we look at Isaac Irvine, here's a public figure. It's a page. We can run ads against it. There's all these different posts that he's made, right? Not it doesn't matter if you get the blue, blue check mark. That, that's just whatever, right? And he's got a ton of these videos. And most of these videos went nowhere. But some of these videos were amazing. So you can, look, he's just telling a story. I'm from work and my wife tells me that she's pregnant. And shortly after that, we find out she's actually pregnant with identical twin boys. Oh. I felt like I just won the lottery. I had their careers picked out. I had their colleges picked out, the classes they were going to take, the clubs they were going to join. It was perfect. And then the delivery day came. So the first boy is born. The nurse says something that destroys me. She says, he's not breathing. Oh. All these plans, all these things that I had built up in my mind, they didn't matter anymore. And all I wanted to do was rush over there and pick him up and tell him, you know, breathe, buddy, breathe. And I learned in that moment that I had forgotten so much of what was important, the living in the moment. My boys are now nine years old, and it is amazing watching them learn new things every day and become these. So he's telling a story, right? right? He's literally telling a simple story shot in a cell phone, and he likes to ride his bike, and he likes to drive his Jeep around and things like this. But then some of these have gone absolutely viral. One of them went to 100 million views because... His his kid was made. One of his kids was made fun of for growing his hair long, and he was growing it. And they made fun of him because they said he looked like a girl. Because you know kids can be really mean. And he was right. doing it because one of his friends had cancer, and so he was growing this locks for love thing, which is donating real hair for cancer. Oh, that's kind of awesome. thing, right? And so then he got on Ellen, and he got on on uh, CBS News, and all this other kind of media. And the way he did that was because we took that and we boosted it for a dollar a day to the people that work at Ellen who work at TechCrunch, who work at these different media outlets, right? So you see what I was just showing you, dollar a day, you do it on Facebook, you do it on Twitter. LinkedIn is $10 a day, but it's the same kind of thing. We're targeting exactly who we want, not the people who read you know, the Washington Post, but people who, who work at the Washington Post. So I want you to understand that this is like a super, super secret, stealthy PR kind of technique. And then we showed Isaac how to do that. Brilliant. And then he did that across all the executives. Then he started taking these GoDaddy employees and he had hundreds of these folks now. And that's changed the perception of GoDaddy because now when you think about GoDaddy, let's say you're a, you're a veteran and you served in the Gulf War and you see a story of there's a whole group of veterans at GoDaddy and, wow. and you see what they're doing or you're a single female, the mom, and, and you're, you know, you're dealing with two kids and life is tough and all that. And you see the story of, of this other girl, you know, or you see Heather and you hear her story and you're like, yeah, I, I really can. I, I, I see that with Heather. I identify with Heather, but nowhere in here is 
you know, Isaac or Heather, these other people talking about GoDaddy is the best place to buy domains and you should get your right, posting. Right. You should build your website with GoDaddy. None of this is about that yet. What is the impact of this versus a Super Bowl ad and changing the perception of people who want to go to GoDaddy or who want to go to Planet Fitness versus 24 Hour Fitness, right? You see, like this is this is how people make decisions, right? Yeah, those stories. Let me show you another one. That is huge. What is the difference in impact on that? Is there any um, like story or case study or, or hi historical data that shows that? Um, yeah, by building the personal brands. Yeah, so you run your, you may run an MPS study. <laughs> right? Net promoter score, or maybe yeah. you have a customer survey or maybe whatever it is that you use, ask people and, and do it time series so that you can see what the impact of this is. And it works every single time. It is just a no brainer because yeah, when it's so humanized, cool. literally, you don't even need to do studies to know this, but if you just need proof, because maybe you're, you're a marketing manager and someone made you watch this and you need to have a budget and you have to justify it, then, then you do that. It, it works, right? Yeah, I'll show you something that's completely ridiculous, but just as an example of how that works, okay? Yes. So I may, I may receive a little bit of hate on this, but my buddy Grant Cardone, I asked him to make a video to teach executives how to make videos or personal brands, how to make videos. So instead of just saying, you know, because I could say, hey, Nick and everyone else who's a fitness CEO, you need to make videos, make one minute videos on your cell phone, just like I showed you, right? Right. But- Imagine you see this and then, and, and then if you, by understanding the difference between this video versus me just saying you should buy a course or you should do this program or you should sign up at our gym and there's no membership fee or, you know, whatever it is, right? Imagine you saw this instead. Let's see, this is, here we go. Send you this. Watch this. Hey guys, Dennis wanted me to send you this. Uh, one best one minute tip. Oh, you got to be authentic. You got to be transparent. You got to get people's attention. I'm like, hey, <laughs> that's one way to get their attention. Now, if you're in a professional setting, uh, it might be more like making a big claim. Okay. I guarantee you something. You got to punch. You got to have a hook. You got to get excited. So, and, and let me just say this, all that being said, quantity, quantity beats quality. Don't kid yourself. You got to get out there a lot, okay? Hey, you guys be great. 10x everything. Thinking 10x levels, and that dude you're working with, oh, oh, De Dennis, you. He's a bad, bad man. You see what I do? I keep getting your attention. He's a bad, bad man, and that's my little girl right there. She a freak. <laughs> and that used to be grapefruit on my plate. Yeah. See what I'm doing? All right. See, so we have a hundred thousand people that have wow. seen this. And it's because we've boosted the post here. So I can boost it to any of these audiences. I can boost it to people like Grant Cardone. I can boost it to my customers. I can boost it to lookalikes of my customers, get more customers. I can boost it to people that are personal trainers. I can boost it to whoever I want. And I can continue to make more and more boosts so people are seeing this video. But you see, what's the difference here where Grant is saying, hey, you need to make one minute videos, right? And this is how you do it. And oh, here's my little girl here, right? You're seeing a glimpse of his personal life. You don't see him. This is not him on stage speaking, right. in, you know, in a giant coliseum of 30,000 people, right? You see the yeah, difference? It's like Gary Vaynerchuk talked about documenting, right? And just yeah. showing those areas of your life. And, and it, it helps people to connect. And I, I think you're right. I think we miss that. I miss that all too often. I got to work on that area of, of what I'm doing is allowing people in a little bit to connect, right? Yeah. So, I got some work to do. <laughs> you see, though, he was as he was eating his his breakfast and he was spitting out grapefruit. He was making videos while he was spitting out grapefruit seeds. Yeah. Right. 
Right. So clearly exactly. he doesn't care about his hair or things like that. He's just making the video. Right. He's just getting it done. He's just making yeah. it happen. That's the, you, you literally do that. That will put you so far ahead of everyone yep. else's personal brand, not just in the fitness industry, but in general. Well, what is your, uh, we're a little bit over, but I, I, I have to go over for Dennis, you, because the, you're dropping so much gold and so much wisdom on us right now. It's like, it'd be stupid to cut it off. But um, what is your final advice for somebody that is just now starting the wheels are turning and now they're starting to think about maybe I should do this. Where do I get started? How do I go? What, what would be your advice for them? I've seen thousands of people at this starting stage they don't know what to do. Like, where do I start? Wow, that's so amazing. There's so many different things I could do. Here's my advice. Pull out this phone and make a 15-second video talking about what you learned with Nick Parker and Dennis Yu. Like, I learned that I'm, I'm making a commitment, guys, to be able to show more of my life so that, you know, they, they, people can understand who I'm about. And even though I suck and I stutter and whatnot, I want to show you that I'm here and this is who I am. I'm so-and-so CEO of crunch fitness, right? And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. That's it. Just simple little things like this, right? Mm -hmm. Make little videos about things that you've noticed, like even ridiculous things like, hey, did you know I found out that Sony has this thing that will automatically turn the camera on and off so I don't have to go around the table and hit the record button and come all the way back when I'm recording courses. Isn't this so cool? I just press this button and it turns on. I thought you'd like that. Like, that's it. Just like that. That's a story, yeah. right? And so everything that you see on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat, all those are short form vertical videos. Even YouTube has this thing called shorts, which is their competitor to TikTok and Facebook and all that. And all of it is around sharing little moments, little serendipity things like, wow, these blueberry pancakes are delicious. And it's at this place here. I go on Sunday morning. Come check it out. Right. Actually, you don't even have to say, come check it out. Just say, I really like this place. Just anything that you notice, the smallest detail, just put it out there. And then why does that work now? Because people are ADD, because the phone is vertical, and because the algorithm, like TikTok, is so smart at figuring out when I make a video about blueberry pancakes, it's going to figure out who of my friends might be interested in that. The algorithm now does the work. So if you focus on just making the video, the algorithm is going to figure out what it is. And it's tough because I don't want, I'm of the age where, Pulling out a camera means it must be a wedding or something important, or you'd have to go get your right. photos developed and Polaroid and stuff like that. But yeah. anyone who's under 30, they're, of, they're the exact mindset, which is the camera is on by default. And me, right. the camera is off by default. You see how there's such a difference in shift? So if you want to reach that younger generation, you have to be the camera is on by default. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And everyone, because I'm in the same age category, and everyone I'm talking about is probably in the same age category. A lot of the fitness executives yeah. are all in their 40s, 50s and 60s and, and beyond. Yeah. And so it's never too late. You know, it's never too late. Start now. So well, Dennis, thank you so much. It has been such an honor. I could sit here and <laughs> listen to you talk for hours and hours and hours on end because it's so engaging. And I learned so much every single time from all your content. For those of you watching or listening, follow Dennis Yu. He can be found all over the internet. You will not have a hard time following him. Just Google him and you'll find all his platforms and you need to be following him. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the next level of your fitness company. And until then, we'll see you next time.